up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actress Kristen Stewart and the action film John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. But first, let's talk about actress Kristen Stewart. I feel like people don't understand how good of an actress Kristen Stewart is because of Twilight. And I talked about that in the podcast. I talked about actor Robert Pattinson. Because Kristen Stewart was in that franchise, she is now able to make interesting and unique movies. You should not look at that franchise and decide whether or not Kristen Stewart is a good actress. You should look at the movies I'm about to talk about and watch them, and then you can decide. Too many people think Kristen Stewart is a bad actress because of the Twilight franchise. Yes, her character in that is kind of doom and gloom. That's the point of those movies. But what she's able to do in other movies is completely unique. And she's also had a career outside of Twilight. Even before there was a Twilight in the movie Panic Room, she's a kid. She stars in a David Fincher movie with Jodie Foster. She's a unique talent. Then she shows up in Zathura, an underrated blockbuster movie by John Favreau, which also starred Dax Shepard. Josh Hutcherson. I mean, that's a good movie. That was a career she had before Twilight. And then Twilight happened and we all forgot she's a good actress. There was one movie I watched that convinced me Kristen Stewart is one of the best actresses in the world. It is the movie Adventureland alongside Jesse Eisenberg. She plays a character who works at a carnival called Adventureland alongside Jesse Eisenberg. That movie is her best performance to this date. It has everything I like about her as an actress in that movie. Yes, she can be emotional, but she can also be funny and entertaining to watch on screen. She also comes off as the coolest person on planet Earth in that movie. I think what I like about that movie most, and I've seen that movie 10 to 15 times, what I enjoy about that movie most is Jesse Eisenberg is the awkward character falling for the girl who is cool. Usually in most movies, the guy is the cool one and the girl is the one who needs the guy. This is like a reverse of that. Kristen Stewart is cool, well put together, is got she's got her life together, and Jesse Eisenberg's character is the wreck. Also love that her character is flawed. I mean, she has a relationship with Ryan Reynolds' character in that movie. That movie, to me, is what makes Kristen Stewart so good. If you watch that movie and still don't like Kristen Stewart as an actress, I just think you're missing the point. For me, it's a movie where the girl gets to play the wiser character with more life experience, and Jesse Eisenberg is the one who's a complete and total wreck. He's also a nerd. Kristen Stewart is cool, and I don't think any other actress in the world could have pulled off that part as good as Kristen Stewart did. Watch Adventureland. I highly recommend it. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. I mean, come on. In the movie, her character's name is Em. She doesn't even go by Emily. She's just one of the coolest characters in that movie. Then after that, she's in the movie The Runaways as she plays Joan Jett. I mean, no one else could have played Joan Jett in a movie either. That was a really cool movie. She worked alongside Michael Shannon. Dakota Fanning is also fantastic in this movie. There are quality 
Kristen Stewart movies out there. You need to watch these movies. Camp X-Ray is a fantastic movie. Kristen Stewart is in every scene of this movie. That is a fantastic performance. Camp X-Ray, so good. She's in the military in that movie. She works at Guantanamo Bay in that movie, and she befriends one of the prisoners who is wrongfully placed there. I mean, that's just a moving movie. And she's in this movie, Clouds of Sils Marie, and in this one, Stewart is playing the assistant to Julia Binoche, who is playing a famous actor. I mean, this movie is so meta. It's one of Stewart's best performances and probably should have gotten her her first Oscar nomination. Then in the movie, Still Alice, she is playing the daughter of Julianne Moore, who is dealing with the early stages of Alzheimer's disease. I mean, this is another moving movie. There's a reason Kristen Stewart is getting a chance to work with some of the best actresses of our time, Jodie Foster, Julianne Moore, Juliette Binoche. There's a reason they're all being in movies with Kristen Stewart. She is one of the absolute best working actresses today. What I love most about actors is the one who take it deadly serious and are intense. No one is more intense than Kristen Stewart. That is why I am a huge fan of her work. Yes, she can be funny in movies. Yes, she can be dramatic. I just find it real. Like she can, I feel like she's really going through these things in these movies. It's intense, and that's why I love it. Reteamed with Jesse Eisenberg in a comedy spy movie called American Ultra. It's kind of like Jason Bourne, where Jesse Eisenberg is playing like a Jason Bourne character and she's playing his stoner girlfriend. It's kind of hilarious, kind of not a perfect movie, but still I think it shows that Kristen Stewart can be really good in comedies. And then they reteamed again for Cafe Society. And I think if you're so against Kristen Stewart because she's doomy and gloomy in Twilight, you need to see Cafe Society. This is a different kind of Kristen Stewart performance. I feel like this is her movie star performance. She's in the movie with Steve Carell, again, Jesse Eisenberg. I mean, this is just, again, it's a Woody Allen movie, so that's unfortunate, but still, this is her being a movie star. This this movie shows Kristen Stewart can play a movie star. I mean, she her character is torn between dating Steve Carell, who she works for, and Jesse Eisenberg. And the movie deals with issues like, do you pick love out of who you want to love the most, or do you pick love out of being financially secure? I mean, those are things... Again, the movie's placed in the 1960s. I just think this movie proves Kristen Stewart is a movie star. She can be enjoyable, entertaining, funny in a movie. And then there's Personal Shopper, a movie about death. I mean, Kristen Stewart is playing a character who is dealing with the death of her brother. I mean, this is a moving movie. It's about something. It's about how we deal with death. She feels like she still has a connection with her brother, that he is not gone from this world. Again, it's kind of a weird, quirky movie. It's kind of like a ghost story which stars Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara, which I highly recommend. If you loved Ghost Story, I think you'll really enjoy Personal Shopper. Listen, I get it what most of you are thinking. Most of the movies I just listed with Kristen Stewart are independent cinema. She might be the queen of independent cinema. I get it. Most of you probably haven't seen these movies. You've only seen her in movies like Twilight and Snow White and the Huntsman. I get that. I have just recently fell in love with movies more so and watching independent movies and I'm addicted to movies and I'm addicted to movies that star Kristen Stewart. We, I'm not saying watch all of these 
these movies, but you've got to watch at least one of these movies to understand how good an actress Kristen Stewart is. And I think any one of these movies proves that point. So if you want to agree with me, or at least test this theory whether or not Kristen Stewart is a good actress, watch this movie. Panic Room, Zathura, Adventureland, The Runaways, Camp X-Ray, Clouds of Sils Maria, Still Alice, American Ultra, Cafe Society, or Personal Shopper. And if you still don't think Kristen Stewart can act, I couldn't disagree with you more. I think she is one of the best actresses of our generation. I hope she is in big movies. I hope she is in small movies. And I hope she just keeps bringing great performance after great performance. And again, if there's one movie out of that list I just named that I recommend the most, it's Adventureland. And look at the free movie she's made with Jesse Eisenberg. I just think the Kristen Stewart, Jesse Eisenberg connection is as good as Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone or Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. Like those are, if those two are in a movie together, I have to see it because they're both so unique. Again, I've done a podcast on how much I love Jesse Eisenberg. I love Kristen Stewart just as much. One of the best actresses of our time. Now let's switch gears and talk about John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum starring Keanu Reeves. Here's a quick synopsis of the movie. Following the events of Chapter 2, John is now on the run from every assassin in New York City with a $40 million bounty on his head set by the criminal organization The High Table. I watched all John Wick movies recently, all three of them that have been out, and there's there's going to be a fourth one soon. And I watched them thinking, why is this working so well? Why? Like, I don't always love Keanu Reeves in movies. I mean, I am a fan of him, but I don't always love him. Like, he can be in some pretty bad movies. Like, his most recent best performance I've seen him in recently is this Lily Collins movie, To the Bone. I had not grown up with him as this great action star. So I was thinking to myself, like, uh, again, I was alive during The Matrix, but I'm young enough to not be in love with those movies. But these movies, the John Wick franchise, it's spectacular. And then it got me thinking, it's because Keanu Reeves so fits this role. The John Wick character is soft-spoken. He doesn't talk a lot. He's all action. And that's what John Wick is. And the action franchise to me is all about casting the right actor for the role. Like no one else but Tom Cruise could have been Ethan Hunt in the Mission Impossible franchise. Nobody else could have been Jason Bourne but Matt Damon. It's so interesting to think that Keanu Reeves has found another character other than Neo that we all praise him for. Like, for so long, it was just Keanu Reeves had the Matrix. Yes, he had Point Break. But again, he was most famous for being the guy from the Matrix. It wasn't about Bill and Ted. It wasn't about Parenthood. It was Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. And I bet for so long, he was chasing that next character. And it took him this long because what he really needed to do was just to be himself. That's what I think he's doing in these movies. I think Keanu Reeves, of course, is not in a assassin. But I think a lot of what we think about when we think of Keanu Reeves is in the character of John Wick. Like the best action franchises let their stars be themselves. Bad Boys and Men in Black let Will Smith be Will Smith. I think the John Wick movies are letting Keanu Reeves be Keanu Reeves. My point is you should be 
build the action franchise around the star actor, not the other way around. And they have built John Wick around Keanu Reeves, a soft-spoken guy who is believable enough to play a guy who could be a retired assassin. That's what this whole franchise to me is about. And how perfectly they put other really established actors to fit their franchise. In this movie alone, they have Lawrence Fishburne, Halle Berry is fantastic in her scene, Ian McShane, Lance Reddick, Angelica Houston. In the first John Wick movie, you have Willem Dafoe. Like you have really well recognized faces fit in with their franchise. They all seem to fit perfectly within what they're doing. There's not like one character in these movies that feels out of place at all. They are all fitting what's happening in the John Wick movies. Willem Dafoe is not playing an over the top Green Goblin like character. He fits perfectly with these movies. They've done a good job of getting big names, but not getting big names just for the sake of getting big names. Like, they're not getting Willem Dafoe if he can't fit in with their franchise. But that's the real issue with these action franchises. Like, you can watch these movies and be like, okay, it's Keanu Reeves. But there's no other big names around him. So yes, the John Wick franchise has to get big names and keep adding like Halle Berry to their movies. But only if Halle Berry is going to fit into their movies. And they've seemed to done that perfect. And that's exactly what it has with the other big action franchise today, Mission Impossible. Like Mission Impossible is so good at like Jeremy Renner joins Mission Impossible. Henry Cavill joined Mission Impossible. Get actors who are going to fit that. Not try to steal scenes from Tom Cruise. They need to fit in with what Tom Cruise is doing. And these actors in John Wick are fitting in with what John Wick is doing. I mean, it helps that Lawrence Fishburne again was in the Matrix trilogy with Keanu Reeves, so they already have a rapport. But Howie Berry, like, adding someone like that, adding Ian McShane, adding people like that, it can start to get dicey if they're going to fit in with what Keanu Reeves is doing. And they are, and that's why these movies are working so well. I also think the director of all three of the John Wick movies deserves a lot of credit, Chad Zahelski. He worked with Keanu Reeves on the Matrix franchise as like a stunt double. I mean, he is just a master of the action sequences. I mean, the action in these movies are unique and thrilling, and a lot of that is because of Chad Stahelski. Another impressive thing about the franchise is that the John Wick movies keep getting better. John Wick, really good. John Wick 2, great. John Wick 3, great. Like, they keep improving on themselves. They are simple enough to follow, and they keep getting bigger and bigger in scale, but yet they keep still being grounded in that this is still Keanu Reeves, this is still a character, and I think it helps that the franchise is basically about this one guy. He's not trying to save the world. There's no complicated plot. He's a retired assassin who wants to remain retired and so it's almost impossible for him to do so some of these other movies like the fast and furious and mission impossible have to have these grand scale plots that you have to follow i think why john wick works is because it's simple and it's just about this one guy it's not like a marvel superhero movie he's not saving the world he's an anti-hero he's not ethan hunt he's not trying to save our country he's an assassin on the run most of the time and although 
John Wick might not talk a lot. We relate to him emotionally because he's lost his wife. He's lost his dog. Those are all things we can relate to. It's not that he has an hour to take that bomb off. He's an assassin on the run. He has done despicable things, but yet he is still a human and we find the humanity in him, which is why for the most part, we are rooting for him. When I watched these three movies this past weekend, I was mostly rooting for John Wick. Again, it also doesn't hurt that the action in these movies are stunning. In John Wick Chapter 3, there's a motorcycle fight that involves swords that is stunning and spectacular to watch. I think the most impressive thing about the franchise is when I think about its originality. It's not based on IP. It's not based on a novel. It's original. It's an original action film franchise. It's the one original action film franchise that has lasted this past decade and although it has become a franchise it originated from original ideas it's not based on a novel it's not based on a 60s tv show it's not a sequel to older movies it was born on its own it's not based on a comic book this is an original idea this is the type of movie you should be rooting for and i think it's why people root for it because it's a type of action movies we want to see original action movies that use action stars at their best and Keanu Reeves is at his best he works far better in John Wick than he would in a Marvel movie and a lot of people talk about that Ooh, Keanu Reeves I want him in a Marvel movie no I want him to keep playing John Wick because the character fits him it's original storytelling that's the one thing it has on Mission Impossible Mission Impossible is based on a TV show John Wick is a wholeheartedly original original idea. And in a world with Marvel movies, in a world with franchises and sequels, yes, John Wick has made sequels, but it was born off of an original idea. It's an original film franchise that resurrected the career of a star actor in Keanu Reeves. I think that's the most impressive thing about it, is how famous Keanu Reeves feels in 2020. He was just in a Toy Story 4. He was in a rom-com on Netflix. I mean, Keanu Reeves has never been more famous. Probably because of John Wick franchise, we are getting a sequel to Bill and Ted. We are getting a fourth John Wick movie. Oh, and we're getting a fourth film of the Matrix franchise. That's how interested we are as an audience in Keanu Reeves in this moment. And that's all because of the John Wick franchise. It's impressive that Keanu Reeves didn't have to be in a huge franchise to become famous again. He didn't need to join the Marvel Universe. He didn't need to be in a DC movie. He didn't even be in a Mission Impossible movie. He was in an original idea that was based around him. As long as you have great action with a good enough plot and a story that builds off of your movie star, you can create an original franchise. More studios should try to make action franchises like John Wick instead of going back to 60s television or sequels for 
movies that we haven't watched in 20 years. John Wick is not a billion dollar franchise yet. John Wick 3 made about $300 million. That's still pretty impressive. It's not on the billion dollar scale of the Fast and Furious or Mission Impossible, but still, to come from it from an original idea is the most impressive thing about the John Wick movies. And the best thing I can say about these movies, it's probably inspiring other action franchises to be born because we were stuck in sequel universe where we were only going to get action movies based off of sequels of franchises that have been around for 20 years. Mission Impossible has been around as a movie franchise since 1996. I have enjoyed a lot of the Mission Impossible movies, but I still think action film franchises need new characters and heroes and movie stars. You can still use the same movie stars like Keanu Reeves has the Matrix and now he has John Wick. So he's got one up on Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise, although he has The Edge of Tomorrow, he really only has one action franchise in Mission Impossible. Keanu Reeves has two and they are both original ideas. The Matrix and John Wick. Like, I don't think there's another action star that has had this kind of success later in life after having a franchise like this. Like, Mel Gibson doesn't have another franchise other than Lethal Weapon. Again, Tom Cruise doesn't have anything other than the Mission Impossible movies. I mean, he failed with Jack Reacher. Matt Damon doesn't have another action franchise other than Jason Bourne. Keanu Reeves is the biggest action star on the planet. He has two franchises. Again, Will Smith has Men in Black and he has Bad Boys, but I don't think that any action star ever has had the amount of success that Keanu Reeves has had. John Wick franchise has resurrected his movie stardom. Chapter 3 is the best movie of the franchise so far. I'm looking forward to Chapter 4. If you haven't catched up on the John Wick movie starring Keanu Reeves, I definitely recommend them. John Wick is the best or tied for the best action franchise of this decade. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week, I put the spotlight on actress Kristen Stewart in the movie John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on the movies Honey Boy, starring Shia LaBeouf and Noah Jupe, and the movie Loose, starring Kelvin Harrison Jr. and Naomi Watts. So tune into that, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.